All right, welcome to the Fizz postgame space. Syracuse loses again to Virginia Tech, 85-70. to The final score really didn't feel like it was that close. If you watch that first half, this game was over within the first five minutes. The way Virginia Tech was making baskets uh, was nonstop. I mean, they, were, they hit over 10 in the first half from beyond the arc, and when that happens in one half, they had 13 on the day. They had 11 of those in the first half. When that happens in a first half, you are not winning a basketball game. You're also not winning a basketball game when two, uh, two of your top three scores combined for 16 points, Gerard with seven, Edwards with nine. That's just not going to get you a win. If you were to tell me that Malik Brown and Justin Taylor would be the other two along with Judah Mintz to score in double figures tonight, I would have probably said we'd lose by 15, if not more, because that just simply cannot happen. Again, this is the Fizz postgame space. I'm John Eads. Thanks for tuning in. Catch our content at orangefizz.net or at orangefizz here on Twitter. Uh, well, I asked a question at the post-game press conference about why this team can't finish games. And in response to that, Coach Beheim said nothing, of course, at first. And then he went on a post-game radio show and said, that's a myth. The issue is we start games slow. Well, Jim, you did it again. Nice job, my man. I'm glad you are avoiding those tough losses at the end of games that apparently you can't close them out. Or you do close them out. Excuse me. I say you can't close them out. But instead, you start slow. So which would you rather have? Would you rather have a team that can't finish games or is slow to start games to begin with? I mean, personally, I'd rather have neither of those, but apparently it's a moral victory for Coach Beheim that his team starts games slow and loses by 15 rather than losing by four in close games they should have won anyways. Uh, just ridiculous, frankly. 52-33 at halftime. It just can't happen. You've played this Virginia Tech team for years. You've seen <clears throat> a lot of these same players for years. You've seen Justin Mutz. You've seen Hunter Couture. Mutz tears up this 2-3 zone every single time he plays it. Now, if Virginia Tech had Hunter Couture in the first matchup in Syracuse, I guarantee you they would have won that game because SU had no answers for this offense tonight. That Basile kid had 25 points, but for 26, I think, last game. Couture had 20 today after missing the first matchup, six threes, eight assists. And then Justin Mutz was on triple-double watch, 11 points, 12 boards, 8 assists. The guy was unbelievable at the free throw line. Dishing, distributing, setting up the shooters. And then again, Virginia Tech was just knocked down in the first half. They barely, if ever, missed. Um, every shot was falling. On the other side, Syracuse was shooting it somewhat well, but not great. I mean, Justin Taylor and Judah were basically the only three-point presence in this game. Judah with two. Taylor had four. That accounted for all 12 of his points. Gerard, meanwhile, just one for four. He only took four shots from beyond the arc. And then two for eight on the game. That just cannot happen. You know, you give him this one, I guess, because we all know how JG3 likes to play. He'll have his string of games where he plays well. He'll have his bad half. Then he'll come out and have an incredible second half or vice versa. So maybe we'll give him a pass on this game. It was terrible, obviously. Brett Barron in the comment section says uh, seven points for Gerard, zero for Benny. Everyone must contribute for this team to win. Beheim and staff have to do a better job of coaching these kids up. Completely agree, Brett. Benny got an F today in our post-game report card because he was just a non-factor. He had eight minutes of action, didn't start. Malik Brown took his minutes, and I think he deserved those minutes. And then, as I was saying, you know, Gerard with obviously an off game, but, you know, he's been playing so well lately. I think he was averaging like 20 points per game over the last three or so, shooting 50% from the floor. So at some point, you're going to come back down to earth. What I didn't expect is a game where he has two turnovers and seems to just have the yips. He can't hold on to the basketball. He can't make a single shot. 
Um, just a terrible night. I mean, if le- at least if you're Joe and you're going to have an off night, go for maybe 10 or 12 and then maybe get five assists and a couple of rebounds. That'd be nice. But wasn't the case today. For Jesse Edwards, foul trouble. That was the name of the game for him. He had three fouls in the first half, two pretty early on in the first half. And that really hurts Syracuse because Munir Hima comes into the game and the dude is an, a zero on offense. He doesn't do a darn thing. One shot today, 16 minutes of action, three rebounds, also three fouls himself. It's pretty clear that this offense is so much different when Hema's in the game for Edwards because there's stagnation on offense. Nobody moves around. You got four guys on the perimeter, and Hema just kind of stands there at the low block waiting for a shot to hit off the rim so he can do something and contribute some way. Um, I mean, he's a solid, he's a serviceable, I guess, option at backup because he can play the defense at least somewhat well and he can get – you know, his hand on the shots to block a couple of them. But on offense, he's nothing. And Jesse Edwards, meanwhile, is definitely a threat on offense, but it's hard to be a threat when you're sitting on the bench with foul trouble. And that's what he was doing all game long today. Only 24 minutes in this game for Edwards. So if you were to tell me that number, the fact that he only scored nine points and then Joe having seven, all of that combined on top of how um, Justin and Malik kind of carried this offense along with Judah, I would have told you, yeah, this team would lose by 15 points. This is the blueprint for how you're going to lose a game by 15 points. So that's kind of a quick summary on what happened today. It's really just an all-around embarrassment. Um, this was a big stretch for Syracuse. The Orange had games against North Carolina, this one against Virginia Tech, the next one against Virginia. They even had UNC the other day. Um, a couple of those were quad one chances. Like Monday night's going to be quad one. Tonight was a quad one game. The UNC loss was quad two, but still, I mean, that's solid. And Syracuse blew that chance. They blow this one tonight. They didn't really even blow it. They just weren't even in it to begin with. And if they play like this, they're going to get run out of the dome by Virginia. They won't even be within 30 if they play like they did tonight against that team. And, um, you know, based on the fact that they're playing this brand of basketball and we're into basically February now and the tournament's in a month, doesn't seem like it's going to get much better. So that's loss number nine for Syracuse. I said with the Orange's last four games – Starting with Georgia Tech, they had to go at least 3-1 and one if they wanted even a sniff at making the tournament. And instead, they go now 1-2. and two. It's probably going to be 1-3 and three because Virginia should win that game. It's a top-10 team. Syracuse looked just awful tonight. They didn't play that good against North Carolina either. So, all in all, it's just a, a dud of a January month. It's a dud of a season. It looks basically over at this point. You've got a couple more chances to get some nice resume-boosting wins, but... Unless you guys are excited for the NIT, there's not a whole lot to be excited about with this team moving forward. So that pretty much wraps up this space. That wraps up the season, honestly. I don't know why you would want to watch the rest of the season because aside from that Duke game, it's uh, you know it's kind of just meaningless. So how about that? Two years in a row where this team doesn't make the tournament and this program is slowly fading further and further away from relevancy. It seems like for this team um, to do anything of importance – anything of relevance it has to even just make the tournament now when you know even just five years ago the expectation was you make the tournament and the expectation was you make the sweet 16 now Syracuse is just trying fighting clawing its way to win 16 games in a damn season and it's a damn shame to see how it's all going down so congrats coach Beheim. your team didn't have to fail to close out a game tonight instead your team did what you seem to be so proud of which is come out of the gate slow and get absolutely trounced in Virginia. 85-70 the final score. Thanks for tuning in. Have a good night.